What's up, guys? Welcome to All Things with a Z Sports Podcast. I'm Noah, and I'm here with my co-host, Elliot. And today, we're going to have a our first guest on the show, Tobin. How are you doing today, Tobin? I'm doing pretty good, Noah. How about you? I'm pretty good. So today, our episode is going to be titled Cool, Not Cool, Rule Change Edition. What is it called, Elliot? Cool or Not Cool. So today we're going to be talking about all the latest rule changes in the NBA, NFL, some other sports too, and we're going to be saying if they're cool or if they're trash. So let's get into the first one. So what's the first one, Elliot? So the first one is the NFL in the last few years changed the moving kickoffs from the 30 to the 35-yard line. So uh, what do you think, Tobin? Is this cool or not cool? I think it's not cool. I don't think it presents that much of a difference, but... I mean, yeah, I'll say not cool. What are you saying, Elliot? Well, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say not cool as well because I look at this. I'm looking at this as a fan, and I I love watching returns. Obviously, those kickoff returns are like some of my favorite moments in football. And obviously, when kickers just kick into the back of the end zone every time, it's like you might as well go to the bathroom during a commercial break and during the kickoff. So I'm voting not cool. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and say cool on this one. I do see what you're saying about the fan perspective. But I think that it is good for – while it is good for player safety, we are still seeing some of the most electric returners bring it out. While some of the ones that were, you know, getting just average onto the 20, 25, they might not bring it out. So definitely uh, cool for me. But obviously we got a verdict of not cool from these two. So we're going with not cool for our first rule change. And moving on to number two, what do we got? All scoring plays are now reviewable. So obviously this has been around for some time, but football, all scoring plays are now reviewable, or they are reviewed every time. So what are you, what are you saying, Elliot? So I'm going to say, cool, this should always be around. I don't know why this ever was not around before they had reviews so yeah definitely cool i'm thinking cool current sports definitely should be moving that way so they can get the call right obviously can re- hopefully remove some of the controversy with this but uh not always what do you think Tobin? i'm going cool as well i think it just makes it a little bit more fair and yeah it just makes it more even and not as many bad calls should be called all righty so we got our second verdict we got cool for this rule change and for number three, our rule change is pass interference, now reviewable, and then not anymore. So how are you feeling about them taking away reviewing the pass interference? Is it cool or not cool that they took it away? I It's not cool that they took it away. I think, obviously, I see why they did it, because the ratio of the successful challenges last year. But I think if, if this can prevent the Rams-Saints game, then... It, it needs to be there. Not cool that they removed it again. So I'm going not cool on that one. All right, what are you saying, Tobin? I'm saying not cool that they took it away because, yeah, I think they it, they just need to be able to review the, the plays and it'll make it better for the NFL. I'm going to go ahead and say it's not cool. Or I'm going to go ahead and say it's cool that they took it away. I think that eventually it'll be cool. We'll speed but up the but, game but it'll speed up the game, but 
right now just having some some files that you can review some files that you can't review it just makes everything ticky tacky you could you know you could have some holds at the line that might have gotten missed and then obviously pass interference the other way so i don't really feel that it's fair if if some of it if it's go, could go one way go the other way but obviously we got tobin and we got elliot saying a different thing so what's our verdict tobin cool or not cool our verdict is not cool all righty and on to our third rule change what we got elliot so our next rule change is dead ball in the end zone if not touched by receiving team on kickoff so this one we saw a few times obviously uh pretty far back but Obviously, we saw the returning team just not touch the ball, and the ball bounced in the end zone, and then the kicking team would take it, and it would be a touchdown. So, I'm going to say this is cool. This is just, it's just not fair. It's just trying to finesse the other team, and I don't think that should have ever been a touchdown for the kicking team. All right, what do you think, Tyler? I think... It doesn't present much of a change, so I'm just going to say not cool, because... It doesn't change like a whole lot, but there'll be some like plays where you get finessed, as Elliot would, as Elliot said. But uh, yeah, I'm saying not cool. I'm just gonna go ahead and say cool on this one. I think this one's kind of irrelevant. It just it's obviously if presents only itself on only a few rare situations, but yeah, just definitely when people are not, kick returners are not paying much attention, then it's. It doesn't. It doesn't really matter any time except when some kick return is just not being. Although I will say it, this this rule wasn't necessarily exactly what I was talking about. But if, for those of you that were tuning in, we saw the Texans Bills playoff game where this almost had a huge turnaround and could have caused the Bills to win if if it was the touchdown. But eventually the refs decided to give the Texans the ball and not give the Bills the touchdown. So that was that was a pretty funny moment to watch in the playoffs there, and this rule could change things like that. So, alrighty, and now for the rule number five, we're going to be moving on to the MLB. So our first rule that we're going to be debating is, so this season for the shortened season, we got a runner placed on second base in all extra innings. So what are you saying, Tobin? Cool, not cool? I'm saying, I think. I'll go ahead and say it's cool. I just think it gives a little bit more of a chance to each team, but yeah. I'm going to go ahead on this one and say not cool. I think that extra innings should be played the way extra innings have been played for like 100 years. That this is just a, a quick change for this one season. I don't think anybody really knows what's going to happen, but I think that obviously people are just trying to shorten the season even more shortened games, but I don't, I think this just gives a advantage to the teams that are, have hitting advantages, not because they are starting with a runner on second base. So all you really need is a sack fly and another sack fly and you get a run and you could win the game off of two sack flies. Like, I don't, I think you should have to get a hit or something to win the game. Yep. I completely agree with you there. I think it's super not cool. I think this benefits other teams more than it does the other. So I don't like, that it presents more challenges for some teams. I think they don't continue in this in the playoffs, and they definitely don't continue this next year. And I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go so so far to say that in opening week, this causes major controversy, and there's major like outrage about this in some of the games. Yeah, somebody's opening bound. Week. Somebody's bound 
first first like first couple extra inning games, someone's gonna sack fly, sack fly. Yeah. In, in the bottom of the inning, just, let just, them just walk ball. off just with a sack fly. Ball. Yeah. All right. So what's our verdict on that one, Elliot? Cool or not cool? Not cool. Not cool. All righty. Moving on to the next one, number six, another MLB one. We so we got universal DH. So before we only had DHs in the AL. But now we have DHs for the entire league for this shortened season. What do you think, Tobin? I'm saying absolutely not cool. I th- I just think it's so fun seeing a pitcher go out there and smack one of those balls out of the park, seeing Madison Bumgarner hit a grand slam, or seeing Bartolo Colon hit that home run, and his team was so hyped. It's just like one of the most fun things when pitchers get hits. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say not cool as well. I just, I just like seeing pitchers hit. I, I get that. That's becoming a less of an emphasis for people who are coming up as pitchers now, but I really think it's fun just watching a good pitcher trying to come out and get some hits. Even if they're not as good, sometimes when they get a hit, it just hypes them up. It could even help their pitching, you know, if they if they're on the if they're all hyped up and their team is hyped up, it could help them. What do you think, Elliot? Yeah, for sure. I'm going not cool as well. I think I think it just it's super not cool. Universal DH is terrible. I think it's some of my favorite moments in sports were watching pitchers rake. Obviously, we had the Cole Hamels and Madison Bumgarner rake off each other in the same game. Same inning, actually. Archie Bradley, pitchers can rake two movement in the playoffs two years ago against the Rockies in the wild card game. And for those of you who don't know, Madison Bumgarner had the same amount of grand slams in one season that than Derek Jeter did in his whole career. So, yeah. I'm super not cool. Let the pitchers hit. Yeah, this is uh, unanimous for us. We're going not cool on this rule change. And next up, we're moving on to a new sport. So we're going soccer. So recently, as you may have known, soccer has implemented a new system for reviewing its plays called VAR. Um, so this has definitely caused a lot of controversy, but it has... Um, took away some of like the obviously blatant fouls or blatant flops, some of these other things. So what are you going, Elliot? Cool, not cool. VAR, I really like it because it removes some of the obvious screw-ups that the ref do. Although there is some times where it's so so close and so tic-tac-y that it's like, just let them play. But I think the reward outweighs the negatives here. And I'm going, VAR is cool. So... I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it for a second first. So I'm gonna say that obviously I love seeing VAR for like kind of offsides calls and stuff because that usually that stuff is pretty obvious. But even on like some of the some of the fouls, like some of the flops, some of the fouls given that they've given in VAR, I'm just gonna go ahead and say VAR in the state it's implemented in right now. I'm just gonna go ahead and say not cool because I think there's too many times where they go back and implement fouls that are ticky-tacky or they don't take away like clear flops even like sometimes they don't even go to var i I just don't really think that it's being worked to its full potential right now i think that it could be cool in the future but right now i'm gonna go ahead and say var not cool all righty towin what are you saying i'm gonna go ahead and say cool as well and yeah i think that it just makes it a lot better and prevents some of the obvious calls as elliot said and yeah i think it's cool all righty what's our verdict tobin cool not cool our verdict is cool 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 for var 
Alrighty. Now, moving on to our next sport, NBA. What's our next rule change? So our next rule change is last season, the NBA implemented a 14-second shot clock after an offensive rebound. So for me, not cool. I like seeing offenses run. I like seeing half-court offenses and plays run, teams set up. Obviously, it's fun watching fast break dunks and teams chuck threes. Obviously, if you're a fan of the Warriors, you're going to like this rule. And if you like the faster pace of play. But I like seeing teams get set up and run plays personally. So I'm going to go not cool. What are you going, Toen? I'm going to go cool because personally, as a Warriors fan, I do like seeing some threes getting thrown up. Stuff like that. Just, I love it. Alright, I'm going to go ahead and say not cool on this as well. I, I do kind of like the um, aspect of speeding up the game, but I feel like today's game's already fast enough. You know, we got people just going one-on-one -on -one a lot, though, and that's obviously 14 seconds. You're not necessarily going to have time to set up a full offense. We're going to see more one-on-ones with James Harden, obviously with his double step back. That's going to be going in, like, or not, not going in or drawing the foul, something like that. It's just going to – there's just too much of that these days, too much uh, – like last second shots one man offenses and i'm gonna go ahead and say that is not cool so our verdict is not cool, cool. and now to now that we finished up the actual rule changes we're going to move on to the next section which is proposed rule changes it could be proposed by the leagues or just rule changes we thought could be interesting being implemented, but also they might be kind of dumb. So we're going to go through them and see if they're cool or not cool. All right, what we got first up, Elliot? So first up, we got NBA instituting international goaltending. All righty, so international goaltending, you guys don't know what that is. That's basically, so basically in the NBA, the rule is if the basketball is above the rim right now, you can't touch it until the ball completely clears uh, the, the rim after it comes off. But in international uh, rules, we we just have once the ball comes off the rim, you can do anything. Offense can dunk it back in. Defense can tip it out. Anybody can do anything. So what are we gonna go with, Tobin? Is this a cool or not cool? Um, I'm saying not cool because I just like seeing those putback slams and people just like destroying it after like a ball goes up. I just love it when you throw it back down. Or I'm sorry, did I say the wrong thing? Yeah. So you wouldn't want to say cool for that. Yeah, I want to say cool. Cool. What are you saying, Elliot? Yep, I'm going with Hogan here. I'm saying cool, international goaltending. I like seeing putbacks. I'd rather see a crazy putback dunk that's highlight of the season than the refs stop playing and the other team got the ball. All right. While, we while you guys say cool, I'm going to go ahead and say not cool, actually, on this one. I think that, obviously, it would be – Really cool. We get a lot more highlight putback slams and all that stuff. But I just don't want to see Andre Drummond. I don't want to see DeAndre Jordan. I don't want to see Rudy Gobert just taking the ball off off the rim after someone just puts a lays up against the backboard and it dinks off the rim and it, it's going in. But we all know it's going in. But I don't want to see them just tip it out. Like what about that, Alex Caruso? Alex Caruso. Oh yeah, he's he could be dunking on some people, <laughs> but. Uh, I, I think there would just be way too many tip-outs. A lot of the NBA fans would get mad at this one, so I'm going to say, go ahead and say not cool. But uh, what's our overall verdict, Tobin? We got cool or not cool? Our, our overall verdict is cool. It is cool. 
All righty. What do we got next, Elliot? Next, we got a big one. MLB instituting an automated strike zone. So, obviously, I think this were to come to fruition in the next few years, this would look something like an automated strike zone in, in the umpire's ear. Having a head, the umpire would have a headset and he, then he would just deliver the call or someone up in the box delivering the call to the umpire. But I think this is cool. I think it's, it's crazy that obviously the umpires are good at what they do, but I think it's crazy that they miss as many calls as they do and we let that happen. And if this could prevent any of that and this could make it better, then I'm saying cool. Institute on a strike zone. Alrighty. What are you going, Tyler? I'm going cool as well. I think that just getting the calls right every single time is a very important thing and it just makes it a lot better to see all the calls be right instead of like some umpires just completely missing a call even if it was obvious. Alrighty. And I'm I'm kinda of on the fence on this one. Like I really do like, see, I think it is entertaining seeing some of the umpires making some bad calls, and obviously all the umpire uh, batter interactions some, can sometimes provide a little entertainment, but I'm going to have to agree with you guys on this one. I'm going to go ahead and go cool because of how many times I've seen just absolutely terrible, like, strike calls where the ball was, like, a whole foot outside. Like, that, that just can't happen. They would have to figure out a way to relay the call pretty quickly, though, or else. Because yeah. I don't want to wait five seconds oh, for the call yeah yeah for sure so for but sure. the verdict on that cool institute the automated strikes on mlb all righty what do we got up next next is a crazy one also mlb all right any batter bat whenever you know yeah so so one? basically this rule could just be basically in the nba you got like five players who are playing offense MLB, you have to have at least nine players who are playing offense. So basically, this rule is: say your batter strike out first, second, third batter strike out in the same inning, but they're your best batters. You could just put them right back in the lineup the next inning. You could put whoever in whenever you wanted, as long as they're not on base. So, uh, Elliot, cool or not cool? I'm going not cool here. I think this is just way too chaotic. Obviously, it would be really funny to see Mike Trout bat 30 times per game, but. I'm going for some structure here, and I'm saying not cool. Let's not change this. Yeah, I'm going to say not cool as well. I think that it could be really fun to watch a lot of batters, just like the best batters bat every inning, having Mike Trout bat like 20 at-bats a game. But realistically, I think it's pretty not cool because obviously players have a, don't have infinite stamina. They would be getting tired. And I do like to see all nine players bat. So obviously, even the all the players who are playing defense, I like to see them play offense as well. That's why I like to see the pitchers bat. Let's let's keep that up. So I'm going uh, not cool. What are you going, Tobin? I'm going not cool as well because it makes a better balance and it just helps it. Like yeah, so people don't get tired as fast and stuff like that. Yep. So what's our verdict, Tobin? Our verdict is super not cool. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Alrighty, now moving on to the NBA. A recently uh, talked about thing is adding the four point line or four point circle. So, what this would entail is just adding another line behind the three point line. If you shoot from behind that, you get four points instead of getting three points. And obviously, we've seen this like in the Harlem Globetrotters, and they have like a little circle on the court. You can get an extra point if you shoot from that circle. But uh, what are you saying, Tobin? Uh, four point line, cool or not cool? 
I'm gonna go ahead and say cool. As a Warriors fan, I love seeing people just like throw the ball up from a lot from like a four point line. That would be even better, and just seeing someone throw up a ball and get another point. Oh, uh, what are you going, Elliot? I'm going cool here because I think the general consensus of NBA fans is they like the the faster pace of play. And I think this is already the way the league is going and the way people are being brought up now to shoot further out from deep. So I'm going cool here for a four-point line. Alrighty. I'm going to go ahead and say um, not cool on this one. I think that I, – I do think it would be really interesting. It could eventually definitely become a possibility with everyone trying to shoot from deeper as Steph Curry has like revolutionized the game. But obviously this would definitely kind of take away the big man a little bit more, make the bigger emphasis on point guards and just the traditional power forward, traditional center, pretty much you just get a guy who rebounds and does nothing more and then kind of make the traditional centers and power forwards. PJ Tucker. Obviously, yeah. the Rockets. Even more irrelevant. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and go not cool, even though – so you guys too went cool. So we have a verdict of cool on this one. Four-point line. Let's do it. All righty. What's the next one, Elliot? So the next one is an onside alternative. So the team – the kicking team can take a fourth and 15 from their own 25. Yeah, so so, so if you if they're on a kickoff, instead of an onside kick, we're taking the fourth and fifteen. What do you think, Elliot? Cool or not cool on this one? I'm going not cool. I think this is this is a little unfair here, where late in games when a team is down and out, and the other team has already you know played their heart out, like teams like the Chiefs can just come back so easily. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and go not cool as well on this one. I just think that. It gives some teams, it benefits some teams way more than others. For example, like all the teams that have like a Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, those teams all have much easier times getting back. I uh, really do like seeing the onside kick. It really does prov- provide like a nice, uh, obviously you don't think you're getting the onside kick, but when it happens, it's like, it's so cool to see. And I really do like having the onside kick in the game. And I think it just would provide an unfair advantage. Are you going cool or not cool on the 4th and 15 alternative, Toby? I am going not cool. I think we should just keep football the way it's been. And obviously, as you guys said, it's going to be a lot easier for some teams with that really good quarterback just coming in and throwing the ball really deep like Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, as you said. So I'm going not cool. All right, what's our verdict on this one, Elliot? Our verdict is not cool. Let's not institute 4th and 15. All righty, Tobin, and what is our last – what is our next one? Our, our next – our next rule change is one, two, or three extra points. So basically, this one is in the NFL. Right now, we have the extra point from like the 33-yard line, or we have the two-point conversion. But basically, this this one is uh, you have a one-point kick from like the 33, and then like a two-point kick from like the 50, and then like a three-point kick from the 60 or something. And so instead, after you score a touchdown, you have you could choose any of these. Uh, what do you think, uh, Tobin? Cool or not cool? I'm going to go ahead and say not cool. Just keep it all the way it's been. And, yeah, it would just be a lot easier for teams to just come in and get that play that they need. It would kind of be cool to see, but I'm going not cool. I'm going to go ahead and take cool on this one. I, I really do think it would provide a new aspect to the game. It would make 
special teams a lot more important, having a good kicker a lot more important than it is right now. And I think that this would just provide a new aspect to the game that would be really interesting to see different teams' decisions, whether they want to do one, two, three, possibly seeing some teams do the one, some teams regularly do the three, and in different situations it could provide. Could provide a team the extra boost to get back into the game, or I do think it would be really interesting to see. What do you think, Elliot? I, I think not cool here. I think the regular extra point in the two-point conversion provides enough of a dynamic, and I don't see anybody except for the Ravens kicking that two- or three-pointer unless it's at the end of the game. Justin Tucker would be, like, the best player in the NFL. So I'm going not cool here. All right. What our verdict on this one from Elliot and Tobin voting not cool is not cool. Verdict of not cool. All righty. And our last rule change, proposed rule change that we're going to be talking about is the, and not necessarily a proposed rule change, but banning something that's happening in the NBA. So the proposed rule change is double step back is a travel in the NBA. What do you think, Elliot? Cool or not cool? Well, I think it's definitely cool that they start enforcing this. Uh, I don't know how James Harden has got a, away with this for so long when other players haven't. Like, let's just set a standard and stop the tease. This is illegal. I know stars get star calls, but this is just a hack of the game. Let's start enforcing this. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to go ahead and go cool as well. I think that that one's pretty obvious because right now we just need a standard because obviously there's a lot of controversy. Some people are saying, some people are saying, I'm, I'm not that I say I agree with them, but some people are saying that it's not because it, the gather step and all that. But then obviously seeing Steph get, getting called for in games hard or not, I just think that we need to set a standard for this move. Just call it illegal every single time that it happens so i'm going cool on this rule change what are you going Tobin? i'm gonna go ahead and say cool make it a super cool because the amount of times james harden gets away with this it's insane and if i'm just saying that if you call it one way you're need, you're gonna need to keep that call one way no matter what player it is because james harden gets away with it but then you see other players get away with it and then like steph curry not get away with it but yeah, they just need to keep it one way. So I'm going cool. Alrighty, our verdict of that one is super cool. Alrighty, now that we finished with all of the possible rule changes, we're going to go ahead and quickly talk about the NBA instant replay system. So basically, in the last few years, last 10, 15, 20 years, NBA has been implementing uh, instant replay rules year by year, slowly rolling it out. And, uh, what do you think about the NBA's instant replay system, Elliot? Well, I think they need to fix it. Obviously, it's it's ridiculous to me the amount of times they mess up on this. You know, some somehow we still get ridiculous missed calls, and we get ones that are like, why do they call that? It's just you need to re review. Again, we need to set a standard for replays, and obviously we've seen moments even in the finals in the last few years that have shown how broken the system is. So I think we we really need to do a better job of fixing this. Yeah, I really think that there's too many times, like in the late game, there's too many things that are just you can't. The refs can call some things, but not other things. So for example, when someone obviously clobbers another player, obvious foul, but then it goes off of the player who got who got fouled, and it's it's called one team's ball, but then it go back to instant replay. You see the foul, you can't call the foul, but then you change the possession of the ball i don't think that's fair i think we need to 
um, make everything revealable if we're gonna make one thing revealable so it's actually it actually does bring a fairness into the game rather than just ticky tacky calls and then if we are i do understand that like not having a lot of instant replay early in the game because that would just completely like slow down the game and go against everything nba has been working for but in the last two minutes we need to we need to revamp the the nba instant replay system make it consistent and make it better so uh yep Thanks for tuning in to All Things with a Z Sports Podcast. Thanks for being on, Tobin. Thank you very much for having me, Noah. Alrighty, thanks for listening. Don't forget to tune in on Saturday, and adios.